Hello and welcome to the Mad Sounds podcast in boxes. I'm joined by my <laughs> perpetual void, Neve. Oh, thanks. That was really romantic, wasn't it? Love you too. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're chilling. We got our hot drinks, got tea. Oh, we got foosty shiny cup. It's just fizz because we have to shake fizz. the milk. Yeah, we have to shake the milk. All oh, right, uh, just people bubbles. be drinking that soya milk. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're back. We're doing a bit of a different episode today. We talk about an EP, having a little general conversation. Mm. Good little EP. Yeah, it's um, good. Yeah. But you know, uh, stuff's been going going down. I'm gonna be unemployed. Yep. Leaving your job. You're gonna be homeless. Oh, thanks. You're talking early. Uh, yeah. I'm, the, I'm actually, I am the, what's it called? Breadwinner. Well, yes, but... Technically not. I'll get more loans. Uh, oh, bitch. <laughs> anyway, no, I am the, I'm the, the lead tenant, so... I, think, I, I thought I was. Nope. If you, if you read the, if you read the... No, I know you are, but I thought it was me. We are gosh, mm. So you're the one being homeless, bitch. Yeah, that's all right. Most of the shit in here is mine. It's not. It's li- I, literally all mine. Most of them books are mine. The telly. Yeah, but I don't read, so that, the wouldn't, Xbox, really, that wouldn't really impact me that much. The telly, the Xbox, the record player, yeah, the guitars, like the amp, Willoughby. But I bought Willoughby. I, I made his cage. I bought his cage. <laughs> yeah, but I made it. I'll anyway, take him. Well, you're oh, not, there's you're not a plot to leave twist. The I'm sure the listeners will be in. Th- they're clicking on this ready here about new <laughs> jeans, but we're going to actually tell them that Willoughby might be a girl. <gasps> Oh, yeah, okay. So, well, hamsters have hunaphorous balls. And we male haven't... Male all of them. Yes, male serene hamsters, which is what we thought Willoughby uh, Well, the guy was. checked and picked yeah. up every hamster and looked at the balls and we was asked, like, this one's a boy, bro. We asked and we said, we're looking for a male serene hamster. So he literally lifted them up and told us which ones were boys and which ones were girls. And we were like, okay, that's fine, like, fair enough. But he didn't, like, pick them up and look at them. He just kind of, like, felt them from underneath. So, like, you never know. It could have been his huge batty. There was a while, like, there was a a portion of time a while ago where we tried to see Willoughby's balls. (laughs) That sounds really weird. But, like, we tried to lift them up and, like, to check because we were like we've never actually seen them like we've never seen this well it's apparently a big thing that yeah got like they're supposed balls. to be like really big and we were like okay, if everyone's ever like seen small. is it Pompoko the raccoon yeah Ghibli? it's kind of it like is, that yeah. he's got huge balls so we were like oh okay maybe he's I don't know maybe they're just smaller but then he wouldn't really let us lift them up so we were like okay we'll just leave we don't want to stress them out it's fine but then last night we went in to say hi give him a little stroke play with him and he started, like, when we were, like, stroked him, he went, like, rigid and stuck his tail up in the air, right? And at first I thought, that's weird, but he might just be, like... Because when he stretches out, his tail is, like, more visible than when he's, like, like a ball. So I was like, oh, maybe it's just because he's, like, stretched out. Then I went and I looked up and it was like, oh, uh, Syrian hamsters do that when they're in heat, which is obviously only applies it, to females. For any of this basically hamster... Horny. Yeah, like, they, like they, they're, they're. It's the it's, mating time. Yeah, basically, they're they're ready to. And it get also pregnant. stinks, apparently, which mm. would explain why. I mean, Willoughby smells. He has phases mm. where he stinks, and then you just don't smell yeah. it. Yeah, and we've always thought it's just because he sleeps in his waz. Yeah, because uh, we but, we kind of figured out a system. So, like most hamsters, will find a corner to pee in. Yeah, but Willoughby is so lazy. Well, as far as we're aware. 
Huh, um, you run? He's not lazy. No, like, he just bro likes to get he, there he and just chill. He doesn't pee yeah. in the corner. He pees in his like, well, we don't bed. Know. Bro just pees. <laughs> so he ends up being quite like smelly until like we clean the whole thing out. But we can't clean it out as often as we would like because he gets super stressed. So you kind of just have to let him smell for like a week and a half mm. and then clear him out. But um, yeah, so last night when I read that, the only times that, like, ever recorded that male Syrian hamsters have been known to do the same, like, lift their tail, is when they are long-haired Syrian hamsters and they lift their tails at the back to air their balls out because they're so warm. Remember that monkey video where it's like, remember, sun your balls? <laughs> so, and I literally was like, well, Willoughby is a short-haired Syrian, so he doesn't have any hair that covers his tail or, like, his back. So he's not doing it for that reason. So we've kind of deduced that potentially Willoughby is a girl. Mm. But I don't know Which if we're going to Which means nothing like, to most no, of the people yeah, listening. But, but also true. like, and it's not really going to change for us either because like... It's still going to be Willoughby. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, when we bought Willoughby, he was going to get called Willoughby if he was a girl anyway. No, yeah. We were going to call her Willow for short. But yeah, it's just mm. going to be Willoughby. Yeah. He's just going to be Willoughby. Yeah, Willoughby. Hamster. We, we got one. that they them hamster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in other news, uh, I've been I've been enjoying my my Halo. You have the soundtrack's fucking cool. <laughs> the soundtrack's so good. I used to play when I was little on my three sixty, and I'm playing them now on my Xbox One S. Mm. Xbox Series. I don't know what it is. Whatever the new Xbox is, the little white one, the cheap one. Mm. Um, but yeah, I've been that's good. The soundtrack still gives me goosebumps. <laughs> it's so good. That's it. All I've been doing is like. Well, mm. I, I feel like in my head, because I've played it for a couple of weeks, I've played it so much, mm. but I, I'm, I'm about to finish Halo 2 and like, and th- they take like four hours to finish the campaign. They're not long games. It's literally just that I only play it like on a morning. In short increments, yeah. I will, because what I've been doing is when I wake up on a morning, mm. when I've got work, I get up about two hours before I set off most days not mm. all days but like sometimes I get off at two hours before I set off and I'll sit and play it then like I'll have my breakfast and then I'll play it yeah. uh, so I've been doing that a lot and you've also we also delved into some some Netflix mm-hmm. shenanigans and mm. there's a new series because which is quite fitting because recently I've been getting into boxing and MMA again I've used to really like them and yeah. I kind of went off and because recently I've been listening to Joe Rogan <laughs> I was going to call him John Rogan, <laughs> Big John, uh, and I've been playing that fight game. And yeah, the new else. series that we watched yeah. was um, At Home with the Furies. Yeah, and which I thought about, was going to be um, absolute like shit because yeah. that kind of thing vexes me beyond belief. Yeah, I suppose I really enjoyed it. No, yeah, it, was, like, it, is, really it, it. is pretty good. It's kind of dumb because the first half of it is Tyson Fury being a bit of a tosser, and then yeah. the second half he gets really giddy because he's going to fight yeah. again. Uh, to be fair, though, it is it, pretty good. The, it, it, in the long run, the show was to it, pretty much you know show what? that he's very, very different when he isn't fighting. Mm. It like, made me not hate Tommy Fury as much because he yeah. does. I think he the way he looks is why I think he looks like such a he looks pompous such, twat. Yeah, he does. He's so he looks so posh and iron, doesn't he? Nah, he just he looks like he drinks. He Le-Croix, goes out Le-Croix. and drinks. Nah, like. <laughs> 
he loves his little vodkas and that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, he looks like an absolute cretin. Like he's going out having little fucking. Do you, think, do you know what I think it is actually? I, I genuinely think it's because he's got such dark hair and really really blue eyes. He, he no, it's the, the haircut. He's got the Killian Murphy it's stare. The haircut. Like he's like. No, it's the haircut. Fair enough. It is, his haircut but, is fucking disgraceful. Um, and have you seen the mop I've got? Your hair looks fine. <sighs> Women. Uh, but I. But having watched it, I like him more. Even if. What's she called? Molly May. Looks like an egg. She doesn't. I think she's quite pretty. But yeah, the, the downfall well, no, of the but show... That's because you, it, for most of it, it just showed that with all of like insane amounts of makeup on, right? And the reason I said she looked like an egg was because it was so... like I didn't even think she was wearing that much makeup. But she wasn't. And then she there was a bit where she didn't brush. wear it and she actually didn't look like the same person. It was mental. Men. What? I'm just saying... She literally looks the exact same, except her lips were more full, and that was it. Are you not going to tell me that? She had eyebrows. The caked fucking. You could literally see it. You. Like, Lay on a mush. When people wear makeup and they do a full face, you can literally see it. It's the texture. No, of your I know, skin. but the, it, it was drastic. Men, anyway. <laughs> um, the only downfall. The downfall. The only downfall of the show for me was the fact that I really really don't hate Molly May anymore and it's but it's angered me to the point where I'm like get a grip like she still like she did that whole 24 hours thing what was that and I told you remember she went on a podcast and was like everyone has the same 24 oh, hours right. in a day like well, yeah. why don't you just get a move on basically yeah but people that, like that tend she's, to be yeah she's so even like, if she didn't mean it I know she, she didn't did. mean it in the way that like it's blown like she didn't mean it as in like oh I hate Poor people. Like, that's not what she was coming across as. But she's just... She's such a sheltered, privileged person yeah. that Which, she never quite grasped it from every corner of the world. In her and a lot of rich, pretentious people's defence, I suppose, I, I guess to them it is that way because their 24 hours are like... Like, there's a lot of things that I couldn't just do. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. for example, I've got the means to make music at home, but ignore, if I didn't, spend all of my money on music equipment at one point or another um like for example i could if i wanted to be a musician going off what she said it would be like oh why don't you just go to the studio mm. but obviously you forget i suppose that you can't not everyone can just yeah, yeah. and also but not everyone I know what she meant, but also not everyone yeah, no, has the no. same 24 hours because a lot of people she never, work 12-hour shifts. <laughs> she meant it as in, like, from a business point of view, I believe. Because I'm pretty sure Still she was on the podcast. Like. It's raw. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure she was on the podcast for, like, her brand. I don't know. That's but the problem anyway. with podcasts, though. You, you say a lot of dumb shit because it's a lot of talking. Yeah. And, like, everyone at some point during the day will say some dumb shit. Yeah. I think, but the reason it's made me not dislike her was because, like, she was the only, like, the one that was just, like, so, like, I mean, they were all very real. Like, you could tell that it was not, like, I even said in one of the first episodes, like, when, like, cameras go into, like, celebrities' homes and stuff, you get a very warped version of, like, their home life. But, like, literally, they were, like, like shouting at the kids. Kim Kardashian, oh, no, yeah, Kanye the, Vogue video. You know, it was like 72 questions. Oh, Kanye, yeah. what's the best thing about being a dad? The kids. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, 
I think there was very, very real. Like, she's got six kids, like Paris, like Tyson's wife. No, they were. They've got six kids, and they're, they like, trying to, like, handle them all. And, like, I just thought they were, like, really No, really yeah, good. I mean, I don't like them that... Mm, I do. It's a weird one, right? Mm. I, I do find them annoying, but I, yeah. at the same time, really... Like, I found most of them quite annoying. But <laughs> they're actually... It was quite cool, because, yeah, the, like... She was, uh, what's she called his wife? Paris. Paris. She's dead, like, negative. But, like, no, 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 what'll happen is, right, I know that they filmed at two different bits, but there'll be a bit where her kids will piss her off and she'll go, oh, I fucking hate having to... It's quite funny. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But, no, but, like, it's just normal. That's what people say. Yeah, with Molly Mae, it made me realise that she was just, like, quite normal because, like, she was, like, really, like, anxious about Tommy fighting and, like, she was, like... Worried about like, um, like him not knowing how to raise the baby and like, like all Which, that. Which to be fair, he was fucking clueless. Yeah. I, oh my god! But anyway, um, yeah, and like when we finished the series because it finished like so soon, like it was only ten episodes. I, like part of me was like, oh my god, it's fine. I'll just go watch her YouTube. And then I stopped myself and I was like, Neve, no, that you are not the type of person who watches Molly May's. YouTube videos. Like, that's just not you are. me. You watched one last night. I watched the engagement. I told you I only watched it because it was two minutes and 45 seconds. And? That didn't make me feel too bad. It wasn't yeah. a vlog. It was it's like a montage and, of, of like, their relationship. <laughs> um, anyway. Fuck Love Island. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't like Love Island. It's uh, mad that it people my blood, watch it. No. Do you know what my prom, right? Some of my boys, like, where we all went outside mm. and because we couldn't hack the music, we thought it was, like, embarrassing. Apparently we were oh, 16, yeah. so there was, like, we no one could drink or anything. Yeah. So like it's weird because proms my prom's weird, right? Because pre COVID sixteen. Mm. So everyone was there. Everyone was in like the suits and whatever. I'd make me suit on and that. Mm. But I had my red shoes on actually. I had these like obnoxious bright red shoes. But like people dance and act like pricks when they have a drink, right? But see when you're sixteen, you're at that weird age where you're like, we all felt you feel more mature than you are when you then. Obviously, all the teachers mm. are having a drink. So, it, and you stay until like half 11, 12. So, it, it was like an actual thing, but mm. everyone's completely sober. So, <laughs> all the people that were dancing were just weird. And then mm. me and my mates were like, I can't hack this. We're just going to sit and talk. So, mm. we went and sat outside, and a few of them genuinely were like oh I'm gonna get go get 4G so I can watch or get the internet password so I can watch Love Island it was horrendous see I had a very different experience so I don't have a prom but because of Covid the, yes but, the, but, but, but but my prom would have been when I was 18 um, but I think I might have got one with college but obviously I didn't mm, but I did have a dance I had a Christmas dance when we were 16 and we like smuggled, we snuck in uh, alcohol and drank it in the girls' toilets and got absolutely plastered. And I, all I remember from that night uh, was that my feet were killing me because I was wearing these huge neon high heels. And my friend sat on a table and spilled iron brew everywhere and it got all over like our dresses. And it was like, oh, it was. Was crap. Of course, it was fucking iron But it was at our high school. Like it wasn't even like they didn't like book out a place. It was just like it was like you know when you get like school discos. Like well, obviously it was a Christmas disco, but it was like literally just in the school hall. That's like we never. But had we stuff were like, like that in mind. Uh, 
we had these things we'd put on at dinner where you'd, I'm not going to lie, I think every single one that happened that I performed. Um, <laughs> but we used to do this thing where we had like bands and whatever would play like in the do like a charity collection do shit. But that, yeah. that was during school. Yeah. I remember, I'm pretty sure I played in all of them. There was one where I was in both bands that were playing and I was mm. playing bass. Uh, and we, <laughs> it, was, it was fucking horrendous, right? Because the two songs were both Oasis. Oh, it was Wonderwall God. and Don't Look Back in Anger. Oh. But see, Wonderwall. Mm-hmm. So I was, uh, I was actually in, well, we weren't a band, but I was mm. playing with one of them properly uh, and I was the only one that could actually play, <laughs> right? So... We had to get the guitarist off the other one to play with us because mm-hmm. no one could do it, and I was a bass player. And I joined their group so that, and their bass player played on drums, mm. but I didn't know how to play Wonderwall on bass, so I made it up. Uh, but it, it was the cringiest thing ever because we all got up and there was like a load of us because there was loads of people that were singing it. Mm. There was everyone. We were all singing it. Uh. We all had like we were all sharing mics, and the, they did this bit that was the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen, where they went, oh. So one of the lads went up to the thing and said, oh, we don't have a singer. And then the lad that ended up singing, Gareth, was sat on the floor in front of us with like, all the people mm-hmm. and then stood up and then they tried. It didn't, it was, it was like meant to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, it was fucking horrendous. It was awful. Oh, dear. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So speaking of being losers in school, we're... I have included myself in that. Uh, uh, today's EP. We're doing an EP because mm-hmm. that means you do 20 minutes of chatting ass shit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> what other kind of shit? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're we're going to be talking about New Jean, the second... I think the actual name of it is the second EP by New Jeans. Yeah, I think so. Can you please check? Because yeah. it, it's got some cracked ass name. Um, Which I know that K-pop... New Jeans, second EP, get up. I know that K-pop is a lot more, like, marketing-wise, more producty. In fact, mm. I don't even think it is. This is just so, so weird that it's called that. Yeah, it's so good. I fucking so this is a K-pop EP that has UK garage influence. It's got some kind of dance influences. There's Mm. some like kind of deep house style bass type shit at various kind of spots. There's a lot of electronic influence. It's (laughs) K-pop, but Mm -hmm. it's K-pop that I feel like leans a lot more into British music, isn't it? That's it. Uh, Now we first heard of New Jeans when we went to see. Barbie Oppenheimer? No, 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 where? The Flash? Yeah, it was The Flash. We went to The Flash because there's an advert with Jid. Uh, And it was for... I swear it was for Coca-Cola. No, it was. You've got it up, you sausage. It doesn't say anything about Coca-Cola. Oh, well, that's the song, though. Yeah. Uh, Featuring... Uh, Jid, New Jeans, and Camilo? Camilo? Yeah, anyway, it's shit, but we heard of them. And you actually said... Oh, that bit's cool. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think anything of it. And then I was browsing <laughs> rate music, looking for projects to talk about. We uh, we were actually going to do a few EPs, but mm. neither of us liked. The ideas we came up with were like, we wanted to do new stuff. And there was mm-hmm. like that Nessa Barrett one. You, were, I've never heard of her. Uh, neither of us really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I was I was disappointed with that because I do like Nessa Barrett. And I, I, there's a couple of her singles that I've really enjoyed recently. And one of the singles, well, it's obviously it's part of the EP, but 
one of the ones she released before the EP came out. I was like, oh, that's so good. Mm. And then I thought, oh, I've not listened to the EP yet. I'll listen to it and we can do it for the podcast. And then I listened to it and I was like, no, I don't even want to talk yeah. about it. It's she, not um, that good. What I've heard she doesn't really do... I get the appeal, though. Yeah. I do get it. It's very... Um, this isn't a bad thing, but it, it's quite internet music-y. But, like, mm. so is Pink Pantherus, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so is, like, mm. Baby No Money. You know, you know what I mean? Like, do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind uh, yeah, of... Yeah, I guess so. Music that wouldn't exist without the internet. I know that she came from, like, TikTok. I don't mean that. I just mean, mm. like, that, that's not a bad thing. It's just, like... Yeah, internet. Well, well, because I think I that would agree if she had fast music, but all her songs like literally make you want to like pull your hair out. No, but that's not got any. No, but it's just how it sounds. Like I don't know. How, it it doesn't sound like twenty five years ago there'd have been someone that sat and made it. Yeah, fair. That's not a bad thing. Um, but mm. because some of my favorite artists fall into that, like I've been really into Toby Lou recently. Yeah, and he's what I'd call internet music, and a lot of his music fair sad. Enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, anyway, new jeans are also quite uh, internet-y, but they're really, really good, aren't they? Yeah. So, uh, could you get a bit of info about them, actually? Uh, sure. What do you want? Uh, well, what other? So the 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 new. They only came about last they year. They are a five-person K-pop group, and I'm pretty sure they're. Can I have a quick thirty seconds, and we'll run through the kind of how K-pop works. Uh, uh, as in literally I'll give it a very brief yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so basically if you want to be an artist in Korea you apply to agencies um, for example Big Hit that's who own BTS um, there's YG that's who Twice are with um, but basically you apply to these agencies and then you start training with them and um, you could literally train with them for years and years and years and never be selected for a group but um, the the sole purpose is to be trained and then picked and then put into an idol group or um, solo artists are a bit different. It's mostly idol groups that you get, um, like that are like formed from agencies, and they are then put out into the industry mm-hmm. and it's very um, worked basically. Yeah, d- despite whatever artists get and don't get creative freedom kind of irrelevant it's very the reason that the artists are called idols is because it's very the marketing is very individual focused but mm. you find that a lot in kind of east asian mm. things anyway like yeah, hello yeah. kitty and stuff like you've got like guri time and stuff. i know that that's very cartoonish and that's japanese mm-hmm. but like they're, they're similar examples where like it, it's very i know that a lot of brit oh you our well, our music, you know, Western music is very mm-hmm. similar in the same sense of it's like, oh, the weekend's able test fit. But I mean, like, mm-hmm. uh, it's very kind of part of the marketing. It, it's very boy bandish where it's like, oh, who's your favourite? Yeah, I mean, I, that's definitely like a major thing with, with K-pop. Is... What's funny about it? So uh, we don't, we aren't really subjected to the marketing. Mm. Uh, and the, what marketing we do get from K-pop groups is cultivated to us. So I wouldn't, I would, it's interesting to me as to what like BTS or X or whatever group you want to mm-hmm. say, marketing is like in, or oh, is it Tomorrow Today or something? Uh, what? Is that what they're called? That's Tomorrow one. by Together. Yeah, there you go. That's one. Uh, whatever their marketing is like in Korea, mm-hmm. because we get the whole who's your favourite thing because of people, white people on Twitter. 
Uh, but mm. like, obviously, you you might not actually, just white people. You are, you might actually have the answer. Well, I can't read Korean, so I don't see the Korean tweet. You might have the answer to this though, yeah, because you were a mm. fan of all that. Do you? To, so do you know when you're in this like the, the K-pop phase, mm-hmm. how much of what you interact with is like Korean people? Like it depends how far you go. Yeah. Because how about you? I well, I quite I I delved quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I ended up downloading Kakao Talk, which is uh basically Korean WhatsApp, and I got loads of Korean friends. Oh wow. And used to like message them and stuff, but obviously they would message me in English, but they were from yeah <clears throat> Korea, um. But I'm pretty sure they were actually messaging me in Korean and it was being translated mm. because when you sign up to Kakao Talk, you change it and then everything is like translated, but it's a Korean mm. website. It but, is very interesting. Um, on Twitter, it was a bit of both. Mostly just Westerners, like, yeah, but like UK, American. I suppose Twitter is very... But um, there was definitely a few. Where, like, you would follow them and they would post, like... Actually, it depends. See, Twitter's different because you can follow loads of people, but you can only have a certain amount of mutuals that, like, you actually speak to. But I used to follow loads of people who would um, go and photograph the idols at concerts and, like, go to their, like, agencies and, like, try and, like, scout them out. Um, And, obviously, they always posted in, like, just strictly Korean and stuff. It is crazy, isn't it? And then, like, at one point, me and my friend tried to learn Korean she got well further than me but because I then ended again a little bit more obsessed with Chinese and stuff but um, it is very crazy yeah it's it's very interesting it's definitely a rabbit hole that I think there's the things that I'm interested in would be different to what you're interested in but it, it's definitely interesting uh, especially because I tend to do this thing where I get really fixated on one k-pop song album mm. group like was it was it who was the one I liked before uh, you the liked pink FX tape? They're fucking sick. I had that phase yeah. of their own. I've Amber was been my bias. Listening, <laughs> been listening to this a lot. Jobber is my Brockhampton bias. Uh, I've been listening to this a lot. Um, the EP we're talking about now. There's a lot of side talk to this because it's like 12 minutes long, by the way. So we will yeah. get into it. Yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, you asked for information about no, it. No, no, no. But it was literally about 10 seconds ago I was going to say. Oh, actually, yeah, this is what I was going to say. If anyone, this is weird. You might completely disagree with this. So mm. maybe stop me. If to get an insight as to how crazy that like idol thing is, not even just with musicians, just in general, mm-hmm. there's a pretty exceptional film that has grown on me in hindsight called Perfect Blue, mm-hmm. and it is a anime animated. It's an anime film, mm-hmm. uh, and it is about it. Uh, well, if you are into thriller films like the stuff that you know I like, mm-hmm. we're talking like your Gone Girls of the World stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. It is. So, I mean, we watched it after Gongo. <laughs> yeah, no, we did. We watched it after. Yeah, maybe Because actually, we were yeah. both a bit puffed. <laughs> we were both shattered. Yeah, we were like, um, oh, God, same it, kind of thing, basically. Yeah, it, it's so fucked. But, like, there, there is more to the film than mm-hmm. the idol thing. But yeah, she but is one. And there's one guy in it that stalks her and whatever. But mm-hmm. you get from him kind of even in like an abstract sense it makes you understand a little bit how mm. crazy it is because they all work in an angel she literally is like her going to work to record or to she comes an actor but it's going into an office do you mm-hmm. know what i mean uh, yeah. it, it's funny because it's kind of like that bit on peep show where jez and Superhands get signed mm. and they go into this big office and she's like right well this is what i'm gonna make you do mm-hmm. uh, yeah i think 
that shows like that movie shows the side of of like um like idols and like um like east asian <laughs> that you're not meant to think pop. about <laughs> that is a that very is depressing like very film. like it, it it's weird because basically so in korea they're called sesangs which is like stands you know like mm. crazy fans um, do you know where they were? Oh, you know this. No, it's M&M. Yeah. But anyway, yes. So they are fans that are like, they very much feel entitled to the idol. So like in the movie, it goes a little bit further where like he is like very possessive and he's like very creepy. But there's a very fine line between like fans who are like that but then take it too far. And the line is not as like, different as you think it would be so like i used to when like i was like very much into k-pop there was a scandal that um oh i don't remember who it was now anyway one of the very like popular um members of i don't know i can't remember uh oh, oh i can't remember the boy group name anyway his oh my god it doesn't matter i can't remember his name <laughs> one of the guys that was really popular the group went really viral really fast he ended up dating another girl from another group and it went insane like they got fired from their companies Why? for being in a relationship oh, really? because when you are an idol you're physically you in your contract most people's contract anyway you are physically not allowed to be in a public relationship because it will upset your fans so it was like insane i'm so annoyed i can't remember his name i, I know the girl he dated and her name was hyana but um, and they both had to leave their companies because they got, like, taken out of their, like, groups. Mm. And then um, they ended up getting signed by Sai's record label. Oh, yeah? He ended up creating a company. Um, I don't know if they're still in it now, but, um, yeah, he, he ended up signing them and they did, like, a couple duo songs and stuff. But that was, like, massive when, when like, that happened. Like, it was, like, crazy. Like, everyone was, like, trying to decide whether they, like would allow it or not or if he was gonna leave and then like the company kind of just like put their foot down and was like no like we can't have this scandal anymore like it has to be shut down Mm -hmm. like move on and it's crazy because that's happened so many times where like like couples have been threatened like oh you need to break up or like stuff like this and it's like it's insane because it's nothing to do with um it's not actually anything to do with the companies like it is all to do with the fact that the fans will get will get upset. Mm-hmm. And I remember when like there was like rumored that um, that Namjoon from BTS um, was in a relationship, or it was something like that, something along the lines of that. I remember me and my friends being like, "Oh my god, yeah, he deserves it. Like that'd be really cute. Like they totally deserve to have girlfriends and stuff like that." But then like we went online. It was a completely another like story like everyone was like oh my god no like why is he doing this to us and i'm like okay that's like that's the side of k-pop that i'm like steering clear of like <laughs> i like maybe it's because i'm i don't know maybe it's because i'm not like in korea like i'm not like seeing them every 10 seconds i'm not following them do you know what i mean but maybe it's because i'm so far away i never quite understood it but i mean i don't think even with celebrities here if like if like i don't know remember when i was obsessed with uh, mgk like, I, I, that's a rough one when he got with Megan Fox I wasn't like crying my eyes at me like why is it I've me? never really got obsessions with celebrities mm. I think I've like, said I this a few times really, I don't get really any of it them. 
and like mm. like when new pictures come out you're like excited and stuff because that that was what i felt like but i never quite understood the feeling entitled to the mm. I, like the yeah that that is i think that's borderline that's, insanity that's crazy yeah. um I, yeah i mean i don't get the infatuation with them anyway mm. i mean like i have people that i really like but yeah. like we've established so tyler the creator is like my idol like he's literally my favorite artist ever yeah. And I don't think I'd want to meet him because mm. I don't think I'd like him. Fair enough. I think I uh, was but just like, a... I get that with like, some of my favorite like comics, like comedians, whatever. Again, I wouldn't want to meet them because I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm too aware that I like them, not because of them, because of mm. stuff they. So like uh, some of the podcasts I listen to, I don't think I'd get on with like like would I if I met Jack mate, I wouldn't particularly like uh, do you know what i mean i'm not going to talk to him because i don't want to annoy him like yeah, if it was me i'd just get vexed if someone came up and started harassing me but right I, feel like... I think we've tangented enough <laughs> sure yeah uh so i think we can actually get into the 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 ep finally yeah yeah so uh this won't take too long uh we might have just cut a big bit out but who knows um well, it's just because of what I said. So, should we talk about it? Yes. So, so the first song is New, New Jeans. Jeans. Whoa, self-titled song. <laughs> I like this song. The first yeah. thing, the reason that this stuck out to me is because there's a garage beat. Mm-hmm. Got some jazzy... Look, these the, the chords in this song have that thing where it's like they're electric piano and it just inherently sounds jazzy. So, like, jazzy sounding chords with these cool little garage beat. I like mm. the so fresh, so clean bit. Uh, it's yeah. got a really cool melody. It's really catchy. It's pretty unique. There's some more subdued moments, and it. But it is a very short song. And mm. I, before I, I let you, uh, I will say that I've said before probably that I'm not usually that big of a fan of some of the. There's a lot of English in this album compared to mm-hmm. the Korean in it. Uh, usually, I don't like that as much in K-pop because I like to just vibe but it's actually really good in this I yeah. like that a lot that is actually one of the elements I liked the most was that a lot of the hooks are either well because they're in English I can sing them <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I think you find that a lot with K-pop though is that um, like even if you get like a really heavy heavily sung Korean song the hook's more than likely going to be in English yeah but um, anyway yeah I just said this song was very vibey, and uh, when I listen to it, there's like it's a very layered track. Yeah, it has it is. lots of like little bits here and there that is like more like the other songs are more like on the EP are more stripped back and more like they are they are so like complex, but like New Jeans is very much that like, you've got little things every yeah, no, every song then nicely produced in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which takes us to the second song. Super shy. Yeah. Uh, so catchy it's got this with that thing where they, the intro says it's underwater and then it escalates it's a like, little crescendo mm. at the start uh, I really like the chorus uh, the beats have this weird blend of like UK garage pop and some of the like jazzier sections of hip hop yeah again a lot of UK influences I thought this song sounded like in a similar lane to like Pink Panthers and stuff um, and it's really catchy and also each section is like a different hook mm-hmm. which works really well because these are shorter songs yeah so you're kind of getting bang for your book and letting everyone have the moments yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah i didn't have much to say i i really like this song i just said it was 
very fast and very mm. catchy. It is, 100%. Mm. Uh, not as catchy as the next song, though. Yeah. The next song is absolutely amazing. Uh, ETA. 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 What's it? ETA. ETA. It's so good. It's not. It's actually a lot more electronic than Garage influenced. Uh, and I like the, a lot of their choruses, main choruses, are just repeating the title of the song. What's mm. your ETA? What's your ETA? Mm-hmm. Which is sick. And it's kind of hard to explain this because it is just kind of like a compilation of hooks and choruses. But there's like not the bit that's a pre-chorus, the bit before that that's not a verse, Mm. I put pre-pre-chorus, if that makes sense. (laughs) Um, That bit I really, really liked. Go listen to this track, check out just all of it, but you'll you'll hear what I mean. Yeah. Um, I I like ETA, it's really good. Uh, To me it sounds sounds a lot like old K-pop. There is like, there's a specific instrument in it that is, I swear, has been used in another K-pop song. And it literally, like, when I listen, right. I feel like I think we've... it, like, brought me back to listen to NCT Dream, which are, they are, like, they were, they're older now, but they're, like, the kids of NCT. If you don't know what NCT is, it was a huge K-pop group, like, 17, 18 members. Well, they, I think there's even more now. Um... And they had different like factions and they all had like different vibes and like different age ranges. So NCT Dream were like the kids and they always had like a cute like poppy summery vibe. Um, and this like this song literally reminds me of We Young by NCT Dream. And it like just made me very happy. I was like, Ooh, I like yeah. the vibes. Yeah, there you go. Check that out as well. Uh, next up, you've got my least favourite song here. The only one that I'd say is a dud. Um, I d- although it does have this like deep housey kind of deep stanky bass line mm. that I quite like, uh, but I found that the the main point I had at this song was that the the garage thing being fresh had kind of worn off by this song specifically. It doesn't hit the same. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I just kind of yeah, this one passes yeah, you by. I I literally said still very catchy, but I like this the least. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I actually recently heard it um, again. I actually heard it on TikTok this morning. Oh, yeah? And I was like, oh, no, I know that. Like, that's that's new jeans. But it's, like, it, it wasn't, like, a newfound, like, love for it. It was just like, oh, that's a cute song. Yeah. Uh, which takes us to the shortest song here, I think. Uh, Get Up, which is, like, a minute and 20 seconds or something. Mm. Uh, I love this song, but in, like, a weird way. So this is, like, a really kind of... It's different. It's very reverby, and it's quite, like, abstract. Mm. Um, it This song compared to the rest of the project, sounds like a teaser to other stuff that they might release. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, and this is the song, one of the main reasons why I really look forward to hearing an album. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I love this EP, but Get Up is like a teaser. Do you know what I mean? It's not really a song as much as it's just kind of a, a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I literally just said that it was um, There's not much a to nice say. slow song. Yeah, yeah it was just a, a, a super short slow yeah. song. Uh, and then we end the EP with ASAP, which is probably the catchiest here. Um, Indeed, yeah. It's so good. I love the, the chopped up synthy, like it's like a synth vocal thing. If you make music, you'll know what I mean. The, when you get like a, an, a keyboard and it's got a synth setting and it's like a synth voice and it's like, oh, but it doesn't <laughs> sound like a voice, it's just a synth. Mm. It's like some Halo shit, ironically, because I talked about that earlier. <laughs> um yeah, that that bit's really cool. There's, uh, it's quite twinkly, which yeah, we both said. Yeah, we did. Um, we both said twinkles. Ironically, the TikTok bit I heard off a TikTok you watched, but yeah. that bit's so good. Mm-hmm. Do you want to yeah. do an impression of it? Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, yeah. tick. 
Uh, and there's again like a deep bass thing and mm. again it's it's at least in the same lane to me as like Pink Panthers yeah mm-hmm, very much this so. song more so than the other one yeah that I said. yeah I, I really like ASAP it's really fun no, so very I. K-pop no, like it, it is. is definitely like it reminds me like a mixture of like so like old K-pop for like me it reminds me of like very early twice so, oh, what's it called? I can't remember. Oh my god, the two steps. Oh my god, I can't remember. Anyway, I was gonna sing Falls. No, it reminds <laughs> me of very early Twice and also like new K-pop. Uh, very fifty-fifty. Like it, like I think. Well, obviously, I heard fifty-fifty before I heard New Jeans, but it's very much like the same, like cute and like lovey kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, I have a fun fact for you that has. I'm like, oh my god. They're all younger than us. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked. One of them is 17. Oh my God. I know. I, I know. hear that. Do you know that they had like global auditions for it? Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, what? I read on the Wikipedia just then. For like... I didn't read it in depth for, to be in the band. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I think you can both say that this EP is pretty fantastic. Mm. And yeah. uh, I think you both know what I'm going to give it. Yeah. A 9 out of 10. That's for the Same official here. Mad Sounds rating. It's really fucking good. Nine um, for me too. Yeah, it's really good. I think EP ratings are different because it's easier for an EP to be really, really good because there's less songs. Mm. Uh, but I really look forward to hearing an album from them. I hope yeah. that they continue doing different stuff. I, I hope yeah. that they don't overdo the garage thing, but I'd like to hear more of that. Mm. I hope that they do some more of what they did and get up. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that unanimous so <laughs> thank you all for listening that's all she wrote if you'd like to support us in money go to the description if you would like to follow any of the social medias all will be linked down below it's pretty much just the mad sounds podcast on tiktok instagram twitter all that shit if you want to email mirrors mad sounds at gmail.com any private email inquiries check the description for my email uh all that shit yeah thank you all for listening yeah see you later see you